Rats by Henry Lawson. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, visit LibriVox.org. Why, there are two of them, and they're having a fight. Come on. It seemed a strange place for a fight, that hot, lonely cotton bush plain, and yet not more than half a mile ahead, there were apparently two men struggling together on the track. The three travellers postponed their smoko and hurried on. They were shearers, a little man and a big man, known respectively as Sunlight and Macquarie, and a tall, thin young jackaroo whom they called Milky. I wonder where the other man sprang from. I didn't see him before, said Sunlight. He must have been laying down in the bushes, said Macquarie. They're going at it proper too. Come on, hurry up and see the fun. They hurried on. It's a funny-looking fella, the other fella, panted Milky. He don't seem to have no head. Look, he's down. They're both down. They must have clinched on the ground. No, they're up and at it again. Why, good Lord, I think the other's a woman. My oath, so it is, yelled Sunlight. Look, the brute's got her down, again, he's kicking her. Come on, chaps, come on, or he'll do for her. They dropped swags, water bags and all, and raced forward. But presently Sunlight, who had the best eyes, slackened his pace and dropped behind. His mates glanced back at his face, saw a peculiar expression there, looked ahead again and then dropped into a walk. They reached the scene of the trouble, and there stood a little withered old man by the track, with his arms folded close up under his chin. He was dressed mostly in calico patches, and half a dozen corks, suspended on bits of string from the brim of his hat, dangling before his bleared optics to scare away the flies. He was scowling malignantly at a stout, dumpy swag which lay in the middle of the track. "'Well, old rats, what's the trouble?' asked Sunlight. "'Ah, oh, nothing, nothing,' answered the old man, without looking round. "'I fell out with my swag, that's all. "'He knocked me down, but I've settled him.' "'Oh, but look here,' said Sunlight, winking at his mates. "'We saw you jump on him when he was down. "'That ain't fair, you know.' "'But you didn't see it all,' cried Rats, getting excited. "'He hit me down first, and look here. "'I'll fight him again for nothing, and you can see fair play.' "'They talked a while.' Then Sunlight proposed to second the swag, while his mate supported the old man, and after some persuasion Milky agreed, for the sake of the lark, to act as timekeeper and referee. Rats entered into the spirit of the thing. He stripped to the waist, and while he was getting ready, the travellers pretended to bet on the result. Macquarie took his place behind the old man, and Sunlight upended the swag. Rats shaped and danced around. Then he rushed, fainted, ducked, retreated, darted in once more, and suddenly went down like a shot on the broad of his back. No actor could have done it better. He went down from that imaginary blow as if a cannonball had struck him in the forehead. Milky called time, and the old man came up, looking shaky. However, he got in a tremendous blow which knocked the swag into the bushes. Several rounds followed with varying success. The men pretended to get more and more excited, and betted freely and Rats did his best. At last they got tired of the fun. Sunlight let the swag lie, after Milky called time, and the jackaroo awarded the fight to Rats. They pretended to hang over the stakes, and then went back for their swags, while the old man put on his shirt. Then he calmed down, carried his swag to the side of the track, 
sat down on it and talked rationally about bush matters for a while but presently he grew silent and began to feel his muscles and smile idiotically can you lend us a bit of meat he said suddenly they spared him half a pound but he said he didn't want it all and cut off about an ounce which he laid on the end of his swag then he took the lid off his billy and produced a fishing line he baited the hook threw the line across the track and waited for a bite soon he got deeply interested in the line jerked it once or twice and drew it in rapidly the bait had been rubbed off on the grass the old man regarded the hook disgustedly look at that he cried i had him only i was in such a hurry i should have played him a little more next time he was more careful he drew the line in warily grabbed an imaginary fish and laid it down on the grass sunlight and co were greatly interested by this time what you think of that asked rats it weighs thirty pound if it weighs an ounce what you think of that for a cod the hook's halfway down his blessed gullet he caught several cod and a brim while they were there and invited them to camp and have tea with him but they wished to reach a certain shed next day so after the ancient had borrowed about a pound of meat for bait they went on and left him fishing contentedly but first sunlight went down into his pocket and came up with half a crown which he gave to the old man along with some tucker you'd best push on to the water before dark old chap he said kindly when they turned their heads again rats was still fishing but when they looked back for the last time before entering the timber he was having another row with his swag and sunlight reckoned that the trouble arose out of some lies which the swag had been telling about the bigger fish it caught and late that evening a little withered old man with no corks round his hat and with a humorous twinkle instead of a wild glare in his eyes called at a wayside shanty had several drinks and entertained the chaps with a yarn about the way in which he had had three blanky fellas for some tucker and half a caser by pretending to be barmy end of rats by henry lawson read by daniel gosson